I am lying awake with a midterm headache. My psyche is racked with anxiety. I am badly confused and feel terribly used by the fat cats who run our society. I'm anxious and frightened. My terror is heightened by the news that comes out of Fox Cable. All pompous and smiley, that bastard O'Reilly spouts off from his Tower of Babel. I'm brimming with dread from each prim talking head. I can't even look at Sean Hannity. He's all certain and sure as he spreads his manure. I well could be losing my sanity. So I fall off to sleep in the wake of that creep and his legion of logical errors. And the dreams that I dream of the Dems getting creamed are beset with electoral terrors. I see myself flying in space and I'm eyeing my countrymen making decisions. From the west to the east, from the most to the least, it's a picture of rents and divisions. There is want, there is waste, and a lack of good taste. All is calumny, cant, and profanities. The pictures and scenes on the zines and the screens are an incessant stew of inanities. In Alaska, Murkowski may soon lose her house key to the ladies' room back at the Senate. The Tea Party anger will probably hang her like it did back in Utah to Bennett. Jerry Brown's using Whitman's own words as his hitman. The moonbeam outthought and outfoxed her. In the Senate arena is Carly Fiorina and a heavyweight champion boxer. McCain and Jan Brewer, no sane man would screw her, are getting that dang fence erected. They talk law and order, but down at the border, the visitors pass undetected. Harry reads in a tangle with Miss Sharon Angle, the queen of press conference evasion, who states without panic to a school of Hispanics that somehow they all seem so Asian. The millionaire Johnson, who's up in Wisconsin giving fine gold a regular whipping says he thinks global warming is sunspots performing hey dude i've just got to be tripping paladino the porker wants to govern new yorkers campaigning from upstate to zabars when he's not cursing homos or losing to cuomo he runs buffalo's two hottest gay bars there's christine the witch the tea party bitch the first to take moral offendment who was stunned in a rate when she learned church and state were cut loose in the premier amendment And then, last of all, there's the son of Ron Paul, trying out as a good Christian liver, since the story that broke of the girl he got stoked and made bow down to God in the river. I wake up at last, the nightmare has passed, and there's light streaming in through the curtain. In the clear glow of dawn, I feel hope coming on, and of one thing I know I am certain. We've come out of a bubble in serious trouble, the goo in the gulf's killing fishes. The money is hoarded, all Main Street is boarded, the vibe in the hood's getting vicious. If we don't fight for health, teach our kids, spread the wealth, we're all going to drown in this drama. Just remember, my friends, as the darkness descends, we've got 2012 and Obama. Hello there. This is Peter Bergman. It's March 6th, 2012. Super Tuesday. What's so super about it? I mean, the fact that those four horsemen of the apocalypse are beating each other up to have the opportunity to be swamped by the not-me is not very impressive. I know you've been following it for a while, but let's pretend you're an alien who just dropped down. And there may be an alien uh, listening audience for Radio Frias that I'm unaware of. And anyway, you're an alien. You drop down here and you turn on the TV and everybody is focused on these four candidates. Let's start from the little guys and go up. Ron Paul. Okay. You listen to him and you say... He's half mad and half on the button. And he's also a moral coward. Half mad? Let's go half on the button. Get out of Afghanistan, shrink the empire, and basically don't bomb Iran. Did you notice during the debates that he got lots and lots of cheers, but when he said, don't bomb Iran, they're not a problem, things went 
pretty quiet in the room. That's because the hardcore Republicans that he's playing to would just love to bomb Iran. Remember John McCain getting witty or getting drunk at some affair and singing, bomb, 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 Iran, bomb, 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 Iran. Yeah, that's where those people are at. What they love is that he wants to close down the Federal Reserve, the Department of Energy, the Department of Education. He literally wants to shrink the government down to the place where he can drown it. Okay? Is he a serious candidate? He's a serious problem in the fact he's going to go all the way to the convention and probably hold 10% of the delegates. Okay, Ron Paul, moral coward. He ran a newsletter, as you well know, that was racist and scary and fear-mongering, and he did it on purpose to make money, and he won't talk about it. So let's put him aside. Then we get Newt Gingrich, that bloated pig. It's not that he's a Republican. It's the fact that he says the most ridiculous things. He is mean. He is mean-spirited. People don't like him. The people that do are the people that you don't like. He says terrible things about Barack Obama, who is the president. Now, I know he's running against the president, and they're both politicians, but there's a certain level of respect and decorum you use when you're talking about the president of the United States. I mean, I don't think I passed that bar with what I had to say about George W. Bush, but remember, he wasn't president of the United States. He stole the election. Newt Gingrich, everything that goes through his warped mind, he says. Okay, then there's Rick Santorum. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition, and here he is. He nearly threw up when he read... <laughs> JFK's speech about the separation of church and state, which was a fine document and basically woke the whole country up to the need for religious toleration. There were people who were saying that John F. Kennedy, if he was elected president, would be talking directly to the Pope every day. Well, think of the long-distance charges. Why should we, the people of America, pay for his palaver with the Pope? Rick Santorum. Again, I know I've mentioned this before, but the image just, it's, it's keynotes him. I've never been on a couch alone with anyone but my wife. I wonder if that was the very couch he used to father their seven children. Well used. No contraception for him because he's an Opus Dei Catholic. He's a real revanchist. Okay, then we get, of course, to the Mitster, the Flipster, whose wife, yesterday, now she's adding on to the bad quotes. Yesterday she said, you know, you can be poor in spirit. Sometimes I think it could just all go away. They made $20.9 million last year, most of it from earned interest on foreign accounts, and they're worth $290 million. Yeah, that's just going to go away because the United States is going to sink into the ocean. And the Mitster, the more you meet him, the more you listen to him, the less you like him. Boy, ain't that a springboard to run against Barack Obama, who every day is getting more popular. Why? Because he's changed? Yeah, he's become more progressive. He said some dandy things, but basically put against that field of opponents, 
He looks divine. In a recent NBC Wall Street Journal poll, people were asked to comment on the Republican primaries. And here's what we got. Unenthusiastic, discouraged, lesser of two evils, painful, disappointed, poor choices, concerned, underwhelmed, uninspiring, and depressed. Underwhelmed. Now, you know something? You can be underwhelmed. And you can be overwhelmed. I think that the best that Mitt Romney, because he is going to be the candidate, the best that Mitt Romney can ask for is that people are whelmed. And it's not going to get any better than that. Okay, you know, talking about this stuff, and I've been talking about this Republican brouhaha for months, maybe over a year. And at a certain point, I just have to hear something that flags the future for me, that shows me the light at the end of the tunnel, that gives me a vision, that gives me hope. So, let's listen to Makana. Hey, come here and gather around the stage. The time has come for us to voice our rage Against the ones who've trapped us in a cage To steal from us the value of our wage From underneath the vestiture of law The lobbyists at Washington do not at liberty the bureaucrats could fall And until they are purged we won't withdraw We'll occupy the streets We'll occupy the courts We'll occupy the offices of you Till you do The bidding of the many, not the few Our nation was built upon the right Of every person to improve their plight The laws of this republic they rewrite And now a few own everything in sight They own it free of liability they own that they are not like you and me Their influence dictates legality And until they are stopped, we are not free We'll occupy the streets We'll occupy the courts We'll occupy the offices of you Till you do the bidding of the many, not the few You enforce your monopolies with guns While sacrificing our daughters and sons But certain things belong to everyone 
Your thievery has left the people none So take heed of our notice to redress We have little to lose, we must confess Your empty words do leave us unimpressed A growing number join us in protest We occupy the streets, we occupy the courts We occupy the offices of you Till you do The bidding of the many, not the few You can't divide us into sides And from our gaze you cannot hide Denial serves to amplify And our allegiance you can't buy Our government is not for sale The banks do not deserve a bail We will not reward those who fail We will not move till we prevail We'll occupy the streets We'll occupy the courts We'll occupy the offices The bidding of the many, not the few We'll occupy the streets We'll occupy the courts We'll occupy the offices of you Till you do The bidding of the many, not the few We are the many all the few Take heart, dear friends. We are passing through the darkening of the light. We're going to make it, and we're going to make it together. Don't get ground down by cynicism. Don't let depression darken the glass through which you look. This is a garden we live in, a garden seeded with unconditional love. And the tears of the oppressed and the tears of the frustrated and the tears of the good will spring those seeds. The flag has been waved. It says occupy. Occupy Wall Street. Occupy the banks. Occupy the nursing homes. Occupy Congress. Occupy the big law offices. Occupy the lobbyists. Occupy yourself. Because that's where it all comes together. I pledge to you, from this moment on, whatever it means, I'm going to occupy myself. I love you. See you tomorrow.